Welcome back to Gaming Raid. So we had the Game Awards this past Thursday on December 12th, and we had some phenomenal game releases. And one big release that I think a lot of people weren't expecting. And is PlayStation going to a multi-platform business model with their first-party IPs? For more on recent gaming news, make sure you follow me on Twitter and Facebook at Gaming Nord Media. And most importantly, follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. It would really help us out if you did. So let's start off with Capcom and Resident Evil. As you may know, we got a reveal trailer at the PlayStation State of Play this past Tuesday, December 10th, for Resident Evil 3. It was roughly three minutes long, and we saw a lot of things, even a tease of Nemesis. We also got a look at the multiplayer feature, Resident Evil Resistance. You may remember this game as Project Resistance, which Capcom revealed earlier in 2019, and it didn't go over too well with the Resident Evil fan base, as people didn't want a multiplayer survivor game. They wanted a, another entry in the Resident Evil uh, series. But Capcom, I this is what I think. I think Capcom was planning the whole thing, um, as I think this was their plan the entire time, because Resident Evil 3 is a total remake of the original PlayStation game. Uh, roughly 20 years ago, this game came out, and uh, and just the trailer itself looks phenomenal. They showed a little bit of gameplay in the trailer, and I'm going to tell you, if it's anything like Resident Evil 2, we are in for a ride. And honestly, possibly... Resident Evil 3 could be a contender for the game of the year in 2020. As we have seen this year, uh, it was a contender for a game of the year and best uh, score, too. So kudos to Capcom. I'm really loving what they're doing here. Uh, the game is scheduled to come out on April 3rd, 2020. And for the collectors out there, there is a collector's edition at GameStop for $180 U.S., now, this collector's edition includes a Jill Valentine figure that's 11 inches. It also contains Project N and Project R art book, a classified file containing photographs, reports, and documents of Resident Evil City procured by Umbrella Corporation during their various experiments. You'll also get a double-sided poster. One side depicts a destroyed Raccoon City map, and the other side showcases a healthier side of Raccoon City before its outbreak. The last piece of the collector's edition, a voucher code containing a double album soundtrack filled with haunting tracks from both Resident Evil 3 and the multiplayer game Resident Evil Resistance. You can check out the GameStop page, as I'll have a link in the description below. And 2K Games took to Twitter on Monday, December 9th that they opened a new development studio, Cloud Chamber, and they announced a long-anticipated return of one of the most popular games, Bioshock. Here's what they had to say. Today, 2K announced the founding of Cloud Chamber, its newest development studio. This team of storytellers has begun work on the next iteration of the acclaimed Bioshock franchise, which will be in development for the next several years. Now, what does this mean for this series? Well, I do have a few ideas of when and what the story is going to be. Um, I do think they are going to go back to Rapture. It would only make sense that 
2K takes the franchise back to its roots and what made it what it is today, a cult classic, and that's only going to be in Rapture. So we'll have to see. I think they're also going to reveal a small teaser trailer at E3. Uh, I know that they said that it's going to be in development for the next several years, but if we've known anything about a lot of the companies nowadays is they always show some type of teaser trailer three years before the actual release of the game. Well, you know, we'll have to see. Uh, Here's to E3 2020 and hopefully 2K shows us at least a teaser of what the new game is going to look like. All right. So got some of the quick news out of the way. Let's talk about the game awards. So the Game Awards, which aired on Thursday, December 12th, Jeff Keighley and Microsoft revealed the next Xbox titled, are you ready? Xbox Series X. And let me tell you, this system looks absolutely phenomenal. I mean, sure, there was a lot of people who were kind of like, wow, I just looked like a small PC, blah, blah, blah. But I like how clean and elegant the design is. I can see that being on top of the entertainment center underneath like a TV hanging on the wall as a lot of companies are starting to go with that route. I mean, we all, you know, know the design of the rectangle boxes that, you know, Microsoft and uh, even Nintendo Sony has put out before. But we're in a time right now that everything has to look modern and clean. I mean, you look at the Google home, you look at the uh, Amazon Alexa, and then you also look at the Apple HomePod. All of these systems have a clean look to it. Look at the Nintendo Switch. You can't put the Nintendo Switch into a entertainment center unless you have a big open space to be able to do it. This doesn't shock me that Microsoft went this route. And I personally love it. I love the controller design. It kind of mimics what the Xbox Series 2 controller looks like, which we kind of figured they're going to start taking pieces of it as Sony has, you know, started incorporating newer ideas into their controller to make it a little bit more for the hardcore gamers and doesn't feel too flimsy. So, I'm super stoked about this new Xbox. So what we saw at on this trailer was four launch titles. And this is what I'm saying. I think it's going to be four launch titles. We already know that Halo Infinite is a launch title. They've said that last year at E3. Or I'm sorry, this year at, at E3 2019. So with this trailer showcasing Forza, what looks to like what looks like to be Forza and FIFA, and then they ended it with Halo Infinite of Master Chief walking to the edge of a cliff. Um, And then the overall trailer looks a lot like what Hellblade 2, which they also announced later on in the show. And oh my God, they said that this game was in-engine graphics, meaning this is what the game is going to look like when you're playing it. Now, granted, I don't think the gameplay footage is going to look exactly like that. I think, obviously, it's going to be dubbed down. But the cinematics, oh my god, if the cinematics look exactly like the trailer did, I mean, 
wow, I can't wait to see what Sony has to offer, folks. I can't wait. So, like I said, the overall environment of the trailer with the ocean and stuff, we saw a snippet of that in the Hellblade 2 trailer. So, I think, oh, and I totally forgot, we also later on the show saw a new uh, Ori trailer for the sequel. It's titled Ori and the Will of the Wisp. I think we have our five launch titles. I really do. I think this is exactly what they're going to launch with. It makes sense that Hellblade 2 comes out on day of as by looking at the trailer, it showcases what the Xbox can do. Halo Infinite is definitely a top seller and it would sell Xboxes for sure. Forza, you know, if there is an audience for that, there is, but is Forza enough to buy an Xbox over the PlayStation? Yeah, I would, I personally would say no, um, but I, I think there's going to be a lot of people out there who disagrees with me. But again, I think we saw our first five launch titles for at least two months of the Xbox Series X lifespan. They also gave us a release window, which is holiday 2020. Definitely looking forward to it. 2020 is going to be one hell of a year. I am. I just can't wait for it. Now, later on in the night, Microsoft did reveal a press release for the Xbox Series X. They did show a little bit of the stats and what you can expect uh, from the system. Some of the features include world-class visuals in 4K at 60 frames per second with a possibility of up to 120 frames per second. It will also include and support a variable refresh rate, which is pretty good, uh, and an 8K capability. This is something that we heard from Sony that what PS5 is going to do, but the thing is, 8K capability, It's that's a long shot, folks. That's a long shot. We're just now getting into the 4K realm and video games running very well at 4K, so... At least, though, they have the capability, so when it does come around the bend in the next four to five years, we your Xbox Series X will be able to handle it. It also will have the latest Zen 2 CPU and the latest AMD GPU. And, of course, forgot to mention that it will carry an SSD for the hard drive. This is amazing. The games are going to load faster. They're going to open up faster. And most importantly, they're going to download faster. As again, this is something that we will probably have to deal with for a very long time, as it seems to be the norm for downloading games and whatnot. But the one thing that they have not revealed is the storage sizes per console. Are we going to see one storage size since there's rumors that they're going to reveal two Xboxes at launch, or are we going to see something like the Apple model where they come out with like three different storage sizes with different price tags, which would be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Now, when I'm talking about the storage sizes and the option to it, it might, we might actually tell you the truth. We might not even get a second console. We might just get the storage sizes, the storage size options, meaning the Xbox Series X 
for let's say a two terabyte will cost 600 bucks. For one terabyte, it will match what Sony's will possibly be, will be 500. And then let's say uh, there's, it's crazy to say it, but um, let's say there's a 512 gigabyte Xbox model. Well, that would probably put price it right around $400. This might be something they will do. I mean, I know there's a lot of talks about the two consoles, but with this being as powerful as it is, to me, it only makes sense for them to come out with one stationary model and have storage size options. Apple does it. Almost every cell phone company does it nowadays. So we might we might be able to we might see that coming coming later in this year. So definitely stay tuned uh, and we will cover that information once it is revealed. In other news, after more than two decades as a PlayStation exclusive, Sony's best-selling baseball franchise, MLB The Show, will make the leap to Microsoft's new Xbox and the Nintendo Switch in early 2021. On Monday, December 9th, the Major League Baseball and the MLB Players Association announced a multi-year extension of Sony's licensing deal. It's not clear when this series will appear on other consoles since MLB The Show 20 is already in development and is scheduled for a March 2020 release on the PlayStation 4. But the statement announcing the deal said MLB The Show could appear on Xbox and the Switch as early as 2021, but more specific details will be announced in the future. So what does that mean? I mean, this is a huge deal. You have PlayStation who's going to develop and produce these games and put them on their hit their competitors platform. It's great that we're starting to see the cross play and the cross save, you know, idea because again I've always and the thing is I always believed that people are going to choose the console not necessarily by the video game but how they feel with the console right I think this is a smart move and could we see this happening with other IPs I mean there was a rumor earlier this week that Halo get this get this Halo could come to the Nintendo Switch. Imagine that. Imagine playing Halo on the Nintendo Switch. This is insane. This is something that was talked about for a while, so it's not too far-fetched, and I definitely think the rumor sparked a little bit when we saw a lot of first-party IPs from Xbox coming over to the Nintendo Switch, but this is great news. I'm not a fan of MLB The Show. I'm not a sports guy. But what I will say is that this just kind of opens the light at the end of the tunnel just a little bit because other IPs could start being cross-played. I mean, imagine playing Horizon Zero Dawn 2 on your PC or The Last of Us 2 on your PC. This is amazing. So, Definitely, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens in 2020. I think that a lot of these companies are coming together and starting to realize that it's not about the individual console. It's about the games and that I'm all for. So we'll see. 
Now, in the last bit of news, publisher Square Enix has yet again delayed Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Taking to Twitter on Wednesday, December 11th, on the official Final Fantasy page, Square Enix made this announcement. Since announcing Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered Edition, we've read so many positive messages filled with encouragement, and all of us on the team would like to thank you for the support you've shown us so far. Now, this isn't the first delay to hit Crystal Chronicles Remastered Edition. When initially announced the remake back in 2018, Square Enix said it would come out later 2019. The company then delayed the launch to January 23rd, 2020. Of course, the Final Fantasy franchise is no stranger to delays and long development cycles. The last mainline entry in this series, if you remember Final Fantasy 15, finally came out in 2016, 10 years after it was first announced. And more recently, we went four years without hearing anything about Final Fantasy VII Remake. If Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles looks better because of this delay, I'm, I'm okay with it. I, I'm, not, I'm not upset. I think it's going to be great. We do have, like I said, we have a lot of games to get through in the first half of 2020. And uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I can't wait to see what, uh, what it looks like and, um, and how it feels. So that will do it here on the Gaming Raid Podcast. Thanks everyone for listening as I much appreciate it. And you know what? Make sure you follow me on Twitter and Facebook at Gaming Nord Media. And most importantly, follow this podcast on your favorite podcast platform. We are on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. Thanks for watching and I'll see you right here on Tuesday, December 17th for another Gaming Raid podcast. Have a great weekend.